vinegar, huh? Is that what does it? Yeah. I think I got to get the Q-tips in my vinegar. Uh, you sound like a man who knows what he wants. I want Q-tips and vinegar. In a way, I think all we ever want is Q-tips and white vinegar. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that white gold. <laughs> as we call it. As we call it. I guess we should talk about one of these songs. Yeah. Do you want to just go in a, a, like descending order of creepiness here? Starting with the crab hair himself. <laughs> crab hair. Kind of looks like a, a giant crab stuck to the, the knot of his head. I would also have accepted a Hawaiian punch. Oh, yeah. You know, the, like the guy in the striped shirt who like is slinging the, uh, the knockoff Kool-Aid. He sounds delicious. You know what else sounds delicious? Just butts for days. And you know who's got them. Oh, yeah. Butts with X's on them. Butts with X's on them. I think Weekend. The Weekend? The the Weekend? 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 Well, whoever it is, Mr. Worknid has laid down a jammer here with Earned It. You make it look like it's magic. I see nobody, nobody but you, you, you. I'm never confused. Hey, hey, I'm so used to being used. So This is the, the first of two tracks on this list that are featured in Fifty Shades of Grey. They picked their people well for that movie. I mean, this, this like, it almost immediately stumbles into, like, creepy, distant, movie psychopath villain territory. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the video does nothing to allay those fears. Like, I swear at some point he's, like, going to pull out a forty-five special and just shoot one of these women just to assert his dominance. The overall message in the song is you deserve it, which is kind of the ultimate chauvinistic attitude toward sexy times. And then he, you know, he, he hangs a victim from the ceiling, just hanging out, just hanging out in some, some ropes from the ceiling, like a, a fleshy chandelier. Ooh, see, I should be songwriting here. Girl, you're my, you're my, you're, you're my, you're my fleshy chandelier. Girl gonna hang you up. The song sucks, man. I it it just kind of hangs out. In my experience, is this guy the the weaknid? That's his shtick. Or it's one big morass of building noise, and and he's got this super repetitive chorus that's supposed to build momentum. He's done other things that sound exactly like this, but better. It had the Sam Smith effect for me, where I, I feel like I could tune in to any 30-second chunk and and not be able to identify where in the song we are. Yeah, Sam Smith is a good reference point for this entire week's lineup. Because <laughs> it's boring as hell. Spoilers. I mean, please please stay tuned to Chartstoppers, the number one podcast about top 40 hits. The most boring podcast on earth. I did much appreciate the butt flex. <laughs> Yeah, that was 
hilarious because it was so out of place for the for such a serious creepy video to have like a butt joke in it a visual butt joke visual butt joke yeah you know in the, in the same way that some time ago there was the banana on the turntable joke uh, <laughs> yes we leave the leave the butt jokes to to the pros like Nicki minaj he Man, I miss her. God, I really miss her. Considering I'm looking at the next song on this list, and it is. It's, it's a dark world we live in. The second song on our list, also from Fifty Shades of Grey, from Ellie Goulding. What are you waiting for? Fading in, fading out, on the edge of paradise. Every inch of your skin is a holy grail I've got to find. Only you can set my really like this movie and everything around it you did this america you did this to all of us this movie is intercut with scenes from 50 shades of gray it's it's like half elegoing yourself and every time there's a snippet all i see is like a very 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 sad woman there's the second theme of this week which is walking around in really expensively decorated ballrooms yeah but other than that it's it's marketing material it's basically a scored trailer for the film I feel you. Uh, I mean, this song, she just, like, hits that chorus and, and doesn't let up, does she? And it's weird how similar this is to the last song in some ways. It's just kind of this yeah. this muddy orchestral cyclic arrangement with a bunch of reverby drums. You you dropped the word morass, which, by the way, I realize works on two levels for that last song. So, <laughs> yeah, fuck. You dropped morass, and I think that, uh, great, now I can't unhear it. I think that that works here. It is a a endless sw- like a, a a swamp of the same boggy sound. Yeah, I have the phrase written down in my notes here, like a wizard floating around in a bog. I'm not totally sure what that means. Wait, we both went to like marshes here. With mar- it sounds like a marsh. Yeah, oh, this is fucked up, man. This song has nothing to do with with swamps, bogs, marshes, wetlands of any variety. Well, not the lyrics. What? What? How did we get here? I'm guessing that if we were to watch Fifty Shades of Grey, that most of the scenes would would have to take place in a marshy wetland or like a, a moral swamp. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping there's also a literal swamp just to drive the point home. Yeah, just to mix it up, just to yeah. get us out of the city. Mm-hmm. But overall, this is it was phoned in by Ellie Goulding, who I, whom I normally like, but this time it's it's just it's it's about ten seconds of song stretched out to be manipulative and powerful. Welcome to the modern music landscape. Especially when it's concocted to be an advertising arm of, the, of Hollywood. Yeah, we, we, we suck out here in Hollywood. Yeah. We suck almost as much as this next jam. And yet another imitator, uh, homage of uh, Sam Smith's success. Indeed, it is Ed Sheeran. Sheeran? Ed Sheeran with Thinking Out Loud. So honey, now. 
Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. I got a challenge for you. And my challenge is for you to like listen to the beginning of this song and right before uh, right before like it kind of kicks off and all the you know drums come in and we're like we got the full thing and then we're like we're we're on the on the road here. <laughs> Baby my heart try not to hear let's get it on. I guarantee it's there. And uh, given, you know, given the the blurred lines sample fiasco, you would think people would be sensitive about Marvin Gaye. Like, look, I'm all about it. Like, you know, everything is, in fact, a remix. Where we we are out of original ideas. I get it. There aren't that many notes in the Western musical scale. We're probably out of ways to permute them. And Marvin Gaye did them all. Yeah. I knew what was up. He did the last few. Yeah, I just closed the book on music. Mm-hmm. Man, but this guy, so he's thinking out loud. He's thinking, uh, you know, kiss me under the light of a thousand stars. Mm, that's good. I'm thinking if I were thinking out loud, it would be way, way dirtier. So this would be, be next to Nicki Minaj if I were thinking out loud. Oh, yeah. Nicki Minaj, in fact, was sort of thinking out loud. Yeah, but when she started thinking out loud, she, like, completely lost it and started doing, like, hyena cackles. <laughs> Right, which I think, I think personally, if I were literally and honestly thinking out loud, that's mostly what I would be doing. A lot of it wouldn't quite make words. I feel you. Uh, yo, this video, you were talking about this is the week of us hanging around lavishly decorated rooms. Mm-hmm. And this video is two people dancing in a lavishly decorated room. Do you think it's like something about the time of the year? Is it possible that slow dances are important right now? When's prom? Um, oh, probably coming up. Um, I gotta, I gotta get my tux ready. Uh, but speaking of which, so I, I wonder what the over under is on how many weddings this song will play at in, in the next five years. Yeah, it also has a very specific marketing target, doesn't it? I'm gonna say this is gonna be at twenty five percent of of weddings that have like music playing at them in the next five years. Do you think people will be trying to imitate the dance from the video, or is that a little too on the nose? Uh, I, cer- I certainly hope not, because yeah, I mean, I could make that work, but. Leave it to the professionals. How about the lighting effect that makes a, a heart around the happy couple on the dance floor? Oh, I, I completely missed that. Like, I know that there were spotlights, but I... See, you're looking for love in all the right places, and... I found love right where we are. Yeah, right right, right there. This could not be a sappier horse shit song. It feels custom-tailored for, as you put it, like, this time of year. The lovey springtime, daw, puppy lovey, we fucking made it kind of love it time of year but you know what at least it's a marginally better wedding song than this next nonsense from maroon five if you could even call it nonsense it's, it's sugar by maroon five
Thanks, Maroon Five. So let's 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 be real careful careful on this one, dude. Keep, keep the the song separate in our minds from the video. Right. This is a a trap that we've fallen into a few times in the past. Maroon Five makes it so easy, you know. Yeah, I think you pointed out to me it's a few a few weeks ago. I was completely unwilling to listen to the Maroon Five song just because the video made me so existentially angry. Yeah, I mean that was and a, a similar thing happened to you with Clean Bandit. Yeah, yeah, Clean Bandit definitely uh, that rather be. Rather be, rather be, kind of uh, knocked me out, uh, and and made it hard for me to appreciate that quality jam that was underneath it. Last time I did Maroon Five, you know, I don't think I don't think Maps is a is a, is a killer jam, but I think that it uh, it has some hooks to it, you know. <laughs> Sugar, I don't I don't care, video or no video, I think Sugar is bullshit I, I i was willing to at least listen to it it's uh if i close my eyes and i'm not watching the video <laughs> and i'm not looking at their stupid faces which i hate then you know like, it's a it's a song i might not turn off the radio immediately but came on yeah i guess i guess it's kind of its biggest offense is it's just kind of dumb yeah it's kind of dumb and harmless yeah i can feel you on that uh one thing i do worry about though is with a line like sugar yes please how long it is until the song is in a like a coffee ad where some poor sap is just killing the pain at some greasy spoon, and then everybody starts dancing around and smiling, and they're putting <laughs> sugar in their fucking coffee, and I can't stand it, and I I hate music. You preemptively hate music. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm I've gone to the pathological worst case scenario for this song, and I think it's just not worth it. Also, yo, know, dropping the line, I want that red velvet, I want that sugar sweet, mm-hmm. and of all like the cakes and pastries we could have chosen. I think he probably chose like the least sweet one of them all. Yeah, red velvet overall is kind of bullshit. You gotta, you gotta make it with vinegar. That's my pro tip. White vinegar and Q-tips. <laughs> yeah, here on chart cookers, cook stoppers, cook stoppers. Yeah, we should, we should have like a, a cooking segment. Oh yeah, or a spin-off podcast. You know, part of our media empire. I'm out of things to say about this this uh, mediocre but listenable song. Yeah, what a week of songs that kind of just exist. They're reminding us of the kind of futility of all of this. Of and you can't see it right now, but I'm kind of doing like the big circly wavy gesture that means like literally all of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm now doing the same gesture just to emphasize it over here. Oh, thanks, thanks, buddy. Yeah. The listeners, uh, they get they get the full effect. You can do this alongside us. We have got ourselves another classic Maroon Five video experience here. Uh, yeah, what what fucking jerks, man! Complete with like the the don't just start with the song opening. In fact, they ex- explain the conceit of the song to the camera. We're gonna drive across LA and hit every wedding we possibly can. It's gonna be awesome, and we're late. The, the conceit here is that Maroon Five goes around and ruins everybody's wedding. Here's the fucking okay. So here's the deal. They do it once. They do it once. Like okay, here's a big uh, like here's a big sheet and it's 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 hidden and something's happening behind there. And they pull it down. It's Maroon Five. People lose their shit. I think there is there is worse music than Maroon Five uh-huh. from what I've I've heard so far. But what is there to be excited about? Yeah, you would you would think at least one person in the audience would be like, "Fuck me, it's Maroon fucking five getting the fuck out of here and you can sort of see him sneaking out to the back door sneaking off and like taking the coffee grinder off the gift table right (laughs) you know what this is payback happily ever after motherfuckers yeah you ambush me with maroon five i'm I'm taking this back and the lemon zester too you don't deserve it you don't deserve a lemon zest yeah so this is a maroon five video and then they do that exact same conceit three or four times in a row 
it clearly should have had a gay wedding in it. Like, obviously, if you are on the board of the viral marketing firm that concocted the idea for this video, you should have had the idea to include at least one, if not two, gay weddings somewhere in this. I mean, are you, are you making some commentary about the target audience for Maroon 5? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, that that would have gone a long way to making this video tolerable if there had been slightly more diversity going on. And it, could, it, it, would, have, it would have crossed the line from, from being totally bankrupt to at least a little bit adorable. But you know what, Adrian? Let me, let me, let me pull a page out of the Maroon 5 playbook here and just tell you, don't give me all that shy shit, okay? <laughs> just uh, get, get out there and enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what you would have to do if Maroon 5 happened to show up at your wedding. You would, you would, you would have to pretend to enjoy it, right? Like, what, what's the other option? I'm sad. How about a detour? Hey, Dan Deacon. Hey, Dan Deacon. Adrian, what's the deal with Dan Deacon? He's just a cool guy who likes to have cool fun. Okay. <laughs> All right, next song. Um, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, we're doing Feel the Lightning by Dan Deacon, yeah? Feel the Lightning after Dan Deacon's new, new record. jam it's got a beat it's got male female vocal trade-off it's 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 got everything last time i heard dan deacon it was some that that splish splash kind of goofyishness. i think he he went through a phase and like got famous for being goofy and my sense is that he kind of regrets that he thinks of himself as a good musician first and, and goofy second gotcha and yeah and i think that this is uh, like a, a court, definitely, definitely a course correction. Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, I think it's a pretty, pretty bumping song in this video. The video is amazing. I, w- I would watch this video on loop all day. By the way, on the YouTube page for the previous song for the Rune Five, the, the next thing that will autoplay is one hour music, which I believe is is actually one hour of looped sugar. Oh no! Are you ready for today's uh, joke of the day? Okay. Sugar on a one hour loop. You're gonna get musical diabetes. Nice joke. Thank you. At 656,000 views of that one hour music, that's a lot of foot amputations. People, you have shit to do. Do your fucking job. Like, <laughs> learn a new craft, a new skill, a new language. I'm disappointed to learn here that this Dan Deacon video has fewer than half the plays of the one hour version of Sugar. <laughs> I, the video reminds me of like the the panda cheese commercials. I don't know if you've seen those. Oh yeah, panda cheese, absolutely. Yeah, where the panda just like fucks your shit up. Mm-hmm. The, the kind of a same wipe shit off the table kind of motion that we get from the anthropomorphic, the hypersexual chairs. 
Yeah, I like how in, in this video it's it starts with the chairs coming alive, but then later it's just like a, a bunch of people in in silly costumes that have nothing to do with furniture. Like they just happen to be hanging out in this guy's apartment. Yeah, it's it's all like a, a big bunch of hot nonsense, but it's visually appealing. That weird color palette. Yeah, pastels. Yeah, yellows and pinks. Like that Megan Trainer style. And I I really like the um the facial expressions on all the actors in this video. Yeah. Most of which who, who who just look totally bored. I would say don't listen to it while it's like while you've been driving a car for like ten hours. I feel like it could kind of lull you into this psychotropic sleep state. That sounds real nice. Oh, we got one more song on this list, and it is the song that answers the age-old question one one that I've like I've always had on my mind: hmm. Is Uptown Funk going to give it to me? I can't remember. You know who might tell us is Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars with Uptown Funk. song has been at number one for seven weeks i believe it's everywhere staying hit man and i think the song actually will have not just local lasting power it's it's throwbacky enough and kind of like fun-ish enough that you'll hear it at the stadium and you'll hear it at the fun part of the wedding yeah absolutely I, I, you, you hear this everywhere now you hear it in in dumb chain coffee shops like it, it's sort of harmless enough while also being actually fun that it, it's universal Everyone loves this song. It is, yeah. It's the new Macarena. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have, I have a challenge for you. All right. I want you to go listen to Walk the Dinosaur. You know, open the door, get on the floor. Everybody walk the dinosaur. part challenge the first part of the challenge is to listen to uptown funk all the way through and at no point substitute in open the door get on the floor everybody walk the dinosaur into uptown funk we cool can you do that uh, yeah sounds perfect all right part two of the challenge and this is the, the, the expert course is for the entirety of uptown funk just saying open the door get on the floor everybody walk the dinosaur do that for f- four and a half minutes straight and- <laughs> yeah yeah, it, uh, it it can change a man, hmm. make him think things that he shouldn't be thinking. Uh, so here we are, Uptown Funk, it's everywhere, you know what it is, I know what it is, everybody knows what it is. Want to talk about this video? Uh, yeah, let's do it. So I had a, I had a, a question coming into Uptown Funk. Like, I wasn't sure if the phrase Uptown, Uptown Funk going to give it to you is like a threat of sorts. And then in in this video... Like, the first time they hit the chorus, it's essentially a, a group of men angrily yelling at women that walk by that Uptown Funk is going to give it to you. <laughs> and 
<laughs> Everything is made clear. Yes. The, the, the intent of Uptown Funk is made abundantly clear. Yeah. That yes, they are going to give Uptown Funk to you, whether you are okay with that or not. Like in the Weekend video, there's uh, they very carefully like avoid showing any women's faces in this video. Like uh, <laughs> there, there are men and then there are female bodies kind of floating by. <laughs> it's the way I live, baby. Got me this far. <laughs> Speaking of floating on by... How many takes do you think it took them to get the limo at just the right speed? Right now. It's like, uh, uh, Julio, can you drive that a little slower? <laughs> a little slower? A little slower? It's like, motherfucker, limos can't go this slow. Nothing can actually be this slow and still be moving. I imagine they had to dance really fast and then slow the whole video <laughs> down to make it work. See, this is why I'm not a world-class director. I don't <laughs> have the big ideas like that. The limo is so slow. God, that's badass. Anyways, Uptown Funk, it's not the worst song out there. I'm sure that if you were to take the average Rick James song, when I say average, I mean like literally play all the songs at the same time, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it would be not too different from Uptown Funk. One great thing about this video is that it showed me that Bruno Mars has gotten rid of his goatee, which was the worst goatee in the world. Do you remember his goatee? I don't really remember his goatee. It kind of looked like a pencil drawing of a goatee. It was just as thin as possible. Like it was just kind of dangling off his lip. It was the worst, and it made me wonder for the safety of the world. So a bad goatee on, I think I'd be a pretty decent performer, that Bruno Mars. Uh-huh. Although he's never released a single that I've liked, but I've always been able to like respect his work. I can actually get behind his his outfit in this one though, like the pink blazer. I think is a good good choice. I hope everyone wears pink blazers from here on out. I could I could do pink blazer. Yeah, could totally do that. I've got pastel blue. I've got kind of a creamy orange. I'll, I'll do pink. I'll do pink and a goatee and a pork pie hat. Yeah, I'm gonna go get those right now. See you at the thrift store, man. Cool, that was that was Chart Stoppers. Yeah, it was. Everybody.